shameless plug, shout out to Nia's writings. Like, <laughs> Nia's writings are amazing. Nia, in my opinion, is a much better writer than me. Mm-mm. And it's because mm-hmm. when her pen that is in her hand, or pencil that is in her hand, hits that page, she lets go, unleashes, loosens, lets it out. There's no filter, and it's purely her heart. And your heart is the most honest, most poetic, beautiful, engaging vessel I've ever encountered. That's make me cry. That's real. And that's why you're you're the best writer I've ever met. The best writer I've ever had the pleasure of coming in contact with. And you, you don't embrace it. Which honestly makes the gift more powerful. Because it's still fighting to get out. It's still fighting for you to see her. Hello, hello. What and up? welcome back to Reclaiming Love with Nia and Ness. I'm Nia. And I'm Ness. And we are on episode two. Wow, can you believe oh, it? Oh my goodness. Can you believe it? Thank you for coming back. Yeah. <laughs> We've gotten so much good feedback from y'all. Thank you so, so that much. That means a lot because we were so nervous and yeah. scared and... Still are. Yeah. <laughs> we still are nervous, but we're back. We're not giving up. <laughs> so, full disclaimer. Today's episode is going to be filled with lots of love as always. Yep. And we're going to be talking about some really heavy stuff. We're going to be talking about our personal journeys with mental and emotional illnesses. Yeah. We're going to talk about my journey with an eating disorder and my journey with managing difficult emotions. Also, too, full disclaimer for this episode, I sounded a little mucusy. (laughs) (laughs) Our cats were shedding so much and we had the windows closed because it's starting to get cold. So, like, you're going to hear me sound a little mucusy this episode and I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I personally didn't hear it. Oh, uh... you're sweet. (laughs) And the day we recorded this episode, it was a very windy day. So you're going to hear... A couple of breezes here and there. But hopefully they feel like nice cool breezes on your face. <laughs> you know, like hopefully you just feel like, ah, oh, this is refreshing. Whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, we're just going to drop y'all into our conversation. Why not? So you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, we're going to drop you in now. I feel like you do so well with deadlines. Yeah, I think it's because I've been working under pressure my entire life. But also, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not what it is because there are also other people who've been working with pressure and they don't do. So I think it's like, um, I've used this analogy with you before, like being backed up into a corner. Mm -hmm. And literally you have to fight your way out or you're not getting out. But the thing is, when you can't get out, when you're backed up into that corner and you think you've decimated the first line of offense and you mm-hmm. realize there's another line and then another line after that and another yeah. line after that and you realize you're not getting out. And I think sometimes that's what happens for <sighs> me. And I cave and I, I that's when I just, the depression comes because I know I'm not getting out. Yeah. And I can't. And I just, I can't do, I can't go anymore. I can't go anymore. Is there anything that I can do to support you as your partner? Honestly, you're doing everything perfectly now. Like, we're preparing for it. Yeah. You're asking me these questions. You're reaching out to people, you know, who know me. You're reaching yeah. out to people who know us and trying to figure out ways to go about what's happening. And you're giving me space. You're giving yeah. me time to process on my own, which is very helpful. And I need that. Yeah. You're not fueling yeah. arguments. with fire. Like, you're doing everything right. And I really appreciate you for it. It means a lot. It means a lot for me as well. You know, we're understanding how to work with it, what to do, how to go about it. You know, we live in the woods. You're tapping into your spirituality, your witchiness, witchinia, which is helping. (laughs) And yeah, just this 
<laughs> just this. Anybody I reached out to, they love you too. And they understand and like they want the best for both of us. I feel it. Yeah. And like sometimes with mental illness, I'm going to feel neglected. And that's like, yeah. and it's, and it's, it's shitty. Yeah. It's hard to admit that and go there, but I'm going to feel that way sometimes. And like I'm working on consciously being aware of the fact that like you're not saying I want to neglect Nia today so I'm going to do this like yeah. I know it's not intentional so like having someone to remind me of that to remind me that right now you might not be feeling so hot and you're recharging yourself so that you can come back to me and you can be an even better nest than you were before you left sometimes I need those reminders because I you know I get into my rabbit holes I spiral and always the rock bottom for me is it's, it's my fault it's Nia's fault. I'm a shitty person. I'm a shitty girlfriend. Mm. I deserve the worst things in life. God, That's that. No, not at all. In those moments, you aren't in a place to tell me that yeah. because you're trying to get yourself back. And like, that's not a problem. You're working on it. I wasn't proud of myself yesterday when I left the house and I was talking under my breath. I wasn't proud of myself either. I need to be more focused on the, like, like when you leave, I need to be more aware of that. Because I felt really bad about myself. Like, when I was, I was like, fuck, I was not present. It's not your fault. I love you. I love you. I'm here. We're both learning how to work with this. Yeah, I know I need to be gentle with myself. I'm going to make mistakes, but it's hard because I was just like, fuck, like, I was really present. Then I wasn't. And Thank I just you. got upset. And I was just like, you know, like, I'm hurting right now. She's hurting me. And, like, I need to defend myself. So, like, what can I do is just push it back so that it doesn't hit me anymore. And I should have just got up and walked away without saying anything. Could have. I could have. Could have. Yeah. You're okay. You did everything that in that moment you knew how to do. Yeah. And it's okay. You're human. And you're, you're, you are perfect. You don't have to try to be. We're learning and we're growing. And we handled that a lot better than we yeah, would have. Yeah, that's true. Because... A couple weeks ago, you wouldn't have walked out. You would have stayed. Yeah. And 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 done that. And I would have stayed. Yeah. And not had my headphones in and and, and then gone. And no, we each. You went out here to heal. I put in my headphones and did dishes to heal. We are handling this a lot better than we have in the past. It's I'm hard. proud of us. I, I am proud of us too. I am. Uh, I know I need to be less. I could put less pressure on myself. And it's hard because, like, the day before yesterday, I was able to really focus on the mental illness and, like, thinking about, like, when you said you needed space and whatnot. I felt myself getting a little bit frustrated, and I was like, okay, like, that's not what she needs right now. Just be the best support system that you can right now. Because I knew that you were beating yourself up because you felt like, you know, you're failing me because we said we're going to record the podcast, and you got overwhelmed, and, like, that's not how I want you to feel. They don't teach you this shit in school. Girl, they don't teach you anything you actually need to know about life in school. That's fucking real, because the amount of work that I've been doing personally with my own emotional shit, living your life as an adult, you're unpacking everything else. I wish I didn't have such a complicated relationship with food and, like, with body and stuff like that. Like, it's so hard to love yourself when the world tells you that you shouldn't, whether, you know, it's your race, your body type, your gender, sexuality, gender expression. Like, the world tells you love yourself, but then also right behind it is saying, (laughs) here are all the reasons why you shouldn't love yourself. And it's so messed up that, like, I have you who's telling me every day how beautiful I am, how sexy I am, how much you love my body, all this kind of stuff. 
but like it almost feels like your voice gets drowned out by all those other voices on the media in my head everywhere saying that I'm unlovable I'm undesirable I don't deserve to love myself the people who are in the media who are the corporations who are doing these ads doing these PR all this they know that Mm -hmm. and certain frequencies frequencies resonate yeah and so it's like love yourself but it's not the self that you're loving us these companies these corporations are telling you to love yourself after you buy this product this product will help you to love yourself because yeah. really what you're loving is this product. So it's like very, it's very much a mind fuck all in one. Oh yeah. I definitely have purchased clothing unconsciously thinking, like thinking that it's going to make me look like, look like the model that's mm. wearing it. Oh, I see this beautiful, you know, skinny woman wearing this gorgeous dress. Mm. So I'm going to feel skinny and beautiful. If I buy this gorgeous dress yeah. and also just being a dancer and having my body be my livelihood Every time I watch a video of me dancing, I'm, like, pinpointing what's wrong with my body. Like, today. The video we posted today on social media, yeah. all I kept thinking was, like, oh, my hair was looking this way. And, like, my foot kind of looked like that. And, like, my leg was not that. My boobs look a little too big in this. All the time, I'm, like... That self-talk. Yeah. I'm editing, in a sense, what I feel like is wrong with me. And, I mean, it didn't help being a dance major. Every day, yeah. you're basically told, being told why you're not good enough and, like, how you need to improve on everything in life. So, I don't think that helped. But it, it's really hard to love yourself. Like, it's really, really hard. And, like, I thought that... Yeah. Honestly, for me, I don't know anybody who has an easy time loving themselves. No, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. And I, I definitely hear you. I definitely hear you, and I understand. I, I agree with what you're saying. And I feel like the reality of life right now hmm. is that it's hard for everybody to love themselves. Because that's what you're seeing. That's what's yeah. being taken in. Part. I definitely agree that we can get there. I think that there... I think if we are intentionally mm. every moment mm. staying present and mm. trying to combat that mm-hmm. like yeah i think we can get to a point where we it, it will be easy to love ourselves it's that, practice exactly but you practice. have to be aware of that and like yeah take the time yeah take the time and really focus on this time being like, okay i'm gonna work on loving myself so what's How? more important than that mm. what's keeping us from doing it then because like if you have to take the time, and we know mm-hmm. we have to take the time to do it, what is more important than that? Nothing, but the media is telling us that it's more important to look a certain way. So why are we even following these accounts, and why are we turning on this television, and why are we even doing that when deadass, we don't have to? I Yeah, you're right. We don't have to. We shouldn't. But the way the world is set up right now, it's what we do. I know you don't, but I think it's also easier because you're a math person. Being a femme... True, it's you're like, taught the world is yours. Yes. You are your own creator and all that other... Th- that's Being real. a femme, like, That's we have to look a certain way to get jobs. We have to look a certain way for our livelihood. But wait, we have a job that is Nia and Ness. Mm-hmm. It's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. We create, we control, we are... So why do we, why do you as a femme have to do these things? I do wonder if I look differently, we have more opportunities. I understand that. But our whole shtick, our whole thing is subverting all of that. Exactly, yeah. But it's, it's with us doing that, it's going to take us a longer time to get places. Like, artists like uh, Haley Kiyoko, for example. I wonder if her career would, if she would be an A-list celebrity right now. If she If she wasn't okay. out. That's real. If she didn't start out being out. That's if real. If she started off being thinner, more feminine, and not out where she would be. I love that we started our career being an out-black lesbian couple. If we hadn't, though, you're absolutely right. We would have gotten a lot more jobs. And if we Mm -hmm. marketed our message more toward 
um, basically talk about a specific experience that is affecting mm-hmm. in the mainstream cis straight black men. Yeah, yeah. That would have gotten us a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, even with the Black Lives Matter movement, for example. Yeah. If the movement started based on a black queer life, hmm. a black trans life, it wouldn't have been a movement. It would not be it a movement. It would not have now. started. It would. Have it been would not be. Not even covered in the news. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Trying to learn how to love myself mm. in this world because, like, I don't want to cut myself off from society. I want to be able to follow brands on Instagram and go on Facebook and see myself though Mm. I shouldn't have to like exile myself from the world to love myself and it's so frustrating that I feel this constantly happens especially with femmes it's victim blaming all the time it's like oh we have to change we have to unfollow people on social media we have to change what we're watching we have to change what we're taking in instead of the media changing the media needs to be having more diversity actual diversity diversity. not just oh you know we'll have a black person and a white person but they're both going to be size zeros and straight (laughs) and like still stereotypically Uh. quote unquote pretty that's not fucking diversity that's not. Where are the women who look like me, who are size 10s, size 12s, and up? Like, where are the queer folks? And I'm not mm. just talking about white gay men in, in, yeah. in dresses. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. That's, not, that's not just it. Yeah. I'm talking about trans folk. I'm talking about non-binary folk. I'm talking about queer folk. Queerness is definitely co-opted. Oh, yeah. Definitely Absolutely. Definitely co-opted. Absolutely. And I, also, I want to talk about another thing kind of briefly kind of Mm -hmm. going into you loving yourself and how not loving yourself is a mental illness and I don't know what it's called but when you don't because like you come into this world to love and to bask in all the amazingness that you Mm -hmm. are when you go against yourself that's a mental illness for me though I feel like I've been thinking about it as more of an emotional illness Mm. because Mm. it's so interesting Mm. in my head Mm. I know Mm. clear say that like my body is fine Mm. I can tell you this I know my body's okay. I know I should be eating more. I think I think it's a mental illness when you're looking in the mirror and you're not seeing what's actually there. I definitely agree. But I feel like when I feel like when I'm thinking about not loving myself, the pain is always in my chest. Hmm. Not in your head. It, it's not in my head. Okay. I see what you mean. You know? So do you think a mental and emotional illnesses are connected in a way? I think they can be. I think they can be. I think there are times where it can just be a mental illness and just be an emotional illness. And there are times there can be both. Okay. Absolutely. And can your thoughts then impact your brain? Because what you're saying Mm -hmm. is that, like, for example, like, not eating. Yeah. Like, you're feeling this thing. Yeah. Then you're making the decision to not eat. Right. So it is infecting, impacting your mental. I I agree with that. But for me, I definitely have a conversation Mm. with my heart and my brain. Mm. And because I'm the kind of person who follows their heart, my heart always overpowers it. Hmm. I feel like if hmm. I went through life following my brain more than my heart, honestly, I probably wouldn't have an eating disorder, to be real. Because, yeah, if I saw a person looking like me online, I would think they were fucking gorgeous. But because, like, my heart, because I lead with my heart, I follow my heart. Hmm. And I do love that about myself. And that's something that I definitely have fought to keep that I follow my heart at the same time when my heart is hurt that determines how I move through life Mm -hmm. so like when I'm seeing only a certain type of model all over my freaking social media 
my heart is breaking and I want my heart to feel good again. Mm. So what do I do? I don't eat. Mm. All I want to do is feel good. Mm. You know, like I hate being upset. I hate yeah. being angry. I hate yeah. being cool. in pain. So whatever I can do to heal my heart or feel like I'm healing my heart, because I'm not really healing my heart when I'm not eating. No. Let's be real. No. I am trying just really, really hard to just get that good feeling back. Mm. So when I don't eat, I'm like, yes, good job, Nia. Uh, you're, you're not eating. And you pole dance today, boom. You're going to eventually love yourself because you're going to eventually get the body that you want. And uh, you're helping yourself. You're helping your heart right now. Yeah. Damn. That's what's going on every fucking day in my body. I'm trying to figure out how to actually heal my heart because I'm just putting a band-aid on things. I'm still hurting. You know, me not eating breakfast and lunch today. I'm still hurting. I still feel ugly. I still feel unattractive. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna continue working on it, and I'm I'm a, I'm really appreciative that I can talk to you about this because, like I said, I've been dealing with this forever. Most people don't know about this. And like, I I do, I want to love myself and I want to love myself in all capacities. I want to look in the mirror every day and be able to compliment myself Hmm. without tearing down that compliment with like five things I hate every day. I don't get to even enjoy it. Well, the fact that you're like talking about it right now, honestly, is like you're aware of it, which is a very big step. Yeah. You know, I've heard people talk about like, if you find one thing that you think is a negative find five to ten things that are positive instead yeah. um but it sounds like what you're talking about is like, do the opposite yeah <laughs> and so like maybe even something you don't like finding a positive about it because nothing is either or yeah all the way i don't like my face because like i get acne and it's embarrassing to me I also do like my face because I think I like the structure of my face. You have and a great I like jawline. I, I like my face. Like I do think I'm I have an attractive face and I have acne. So it's like both ways, like you know. No, that's true. I think the first step for me to like heal from this has been able to talk. Hmm. And I feel like too, like with you, you're talking to a therapist. You know what I mean? And I feel like we've created this really like safe space in our relationship. I never felt this safe with anybody. Mm. I felt safe with people, yeah. Yeah. But not like this level of safety. I did not know I could ever be this vulnerable, feel this comfortable, be this honest with anybody in my entire life. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have been helped by talking with you about things. I have been able to sort a lot of things out. And just like the patience that you have in listening and not trying to pressure me or push me um but then also giving the push that i do need when mm. i do need it yeah i i love you i love you too you mean the world to me i mean that i feel I'm really that. grateful for you i feel that and you mean the world to me as well and I'm, I'm really glad that we're in each other's lives and we've created a life together being with you has helped me find my power. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I just feel like every day I become more and more vulnerable. Mm. And that is something I do love about myself. I love that I can be vulnerable. I love that I can be recorded right now talking about my eating disorder. I'm grateful for this crazy, magical, healing, ancestral love that we have. Same. I feel myself healing with you. 
and that's really beautiful because mm. I what I love about our relationship is that we don't want just our relationship to be good and wonderful we also want each other and ourselves to be good and wonderful and healing and growing and I love how that we can we can do that together yeah and that we're supportive of each other's healing journeys and that I know for me I finally learned that I can't heal you I wanted to be a superhero and I Mm. wanted to come in and save you Mm. and what I learned is that I need to I need to be by your side standing beside you yeah learning with you listening to you Mm. and what you need Mm. And that's how I can be helpful. It can't just be me come in and like, you know, Swoop big big Pisces energy right day. here. Like, yeah. yeah, we cannot. Not directly. Cannot. Not directly. Yes. Not in this way. Yeah. Like, it's not that, you know, I can't just sit here and be like, I want to love myself. Ness, you do it. <laughs> take take it over. Figure it out. And yeah. you're just going to program my brain to be a certain way and my heart to be yeah, a certain no, way. I can aid and all that. Exactly. in that process. Exactly. But that is very much a decision that you have to make exactly yourself and vice versa and i have we have to be aware of it mm. like i i've been consciously every day for the past like month i want to say in particular really thinking about how i don't love myself mm. if you're not thinking mm. about it you can't heal you can't That's work the thing. on it. like you yeah that awareness that, mm-hmm. that that you're in your head watching yourself talk exactly. watching yourself listening yes. to yourself that that yeah. in itself you are establishing presence. yeah and i'm picking up i'm like okay like what is triggering me yeah to feel this way what the times where i do eat versus the times i don't eat Mm. you know what is the difference yeah and i feel like this is how i'm really starting to heal like i i definitely was started i knew i wanted to work on loving myself and for a while but in particular when i started pole dancing in january i was like yeah i want to love myself i'm gonna start doing pole dancing because i always wanted to do that but then I didn't think about me working on loving myself while pole dancing. Mm. I guess pole dance and yeah. just focused on that, yeah. which is yeah. fine. But then I'm wondering, why don't I love myself? I'm losing weight. Why don't I still love myself? Oh, I'm not actually present in it and being aware of it and being... It's not um, intentional. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Intentional. Yeah. That's what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, have to be intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you just for loving and supporting me always. You're welcome, babe. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. I'm enjoying our journey as well. I love you. I love you too. So much. Mm. I just really appreciate that we can have these conversations. Me too. Thank you for listening and holding this space for me. Always. Always. I'm grateful to be on this journey with you. And I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for us. Me too, babe. Too many more. Many more years together. Many more years together. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you all for listening and for holding space. And if you're going through any of the things that we're going through, any aspects of the things that we're going through, if you're going through your own stuff, you're not alone. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Next Thursday. (laughs) All right. Bye. Peace.
welcome to adulthood. You have a mental illness. <laughs> like, but like, but dead ass. That's, that's what a lot of people are dealing with. And it's like, well, shit, like, could this have been avoided? Could this have been like skirted? Like, could, could, could what? <laughs> like, but oh, dead ass, fuck. like, but yeah. And so then you spend your whole adulthood unpacking your whole childhood. Yeah. Instead of being yeah. the being adult, adult you need to be. You weren't prepared to yeah. be an adult. Yeah. Just like you weren't pre- you weren't actually allowed to yeah. be a child. So all of this is fucked. Yeah. None of this is how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm.